0: All right, hello again. This is Kay. Shri's in a circle. I'm getting used to my name, Shri. I'm really getting used to it. I love her, Shri, myself, um, inner goddess. And as a matter of fact, ever since I discovered my name, Shri, I am calling my daughter Sh- goddess. So, yeah, my sons were like, Why do you call her goddess? I said, Well, why not? Because she's a goddess. And she's liking her name, actually. Um, I see her in the morning, I go, hi, morning goddess. She doesn't say anything. She's like, yeah, hi, mom. (laughs) So beautiful. So I'm walking Miss Muffin and I want to make a reflection about communication. So we are all communicating Um, and this is pertaining a lot to work, you know, like work work-wise or school-wise, whatever, communication tips. One is when, always set an agenda, a topic of what you want to say from the very beginning. It's very important to set the expectation to the group or to the person what you're approaching about. So for me here, I said, I want to talk about communication and do's and don'ts Um, so often you enter into a meeting and you don't really understand what this whole purpose is about. So help two, point number two, please think about your audience. Think about who you are talking to on the other side of the table. So if you're in a a meeting or in a group discussion and the person before you, you don't really know them, if you can do some research before, that really helps to know which function department they're coming from, what is their seniority, their tenure, um, how much information do they have to share with you, um, what is their subject matter expertise, how much they can contribute to the discussion, or what do they know about the topic, what do they not know about the topic it's good to have that in mind before you just blindly go in and start rattling away and start talking away because a lot of times i think we miss the point in communication in addressing to our audience because we're not thinking about them we're thinking about our agenda we're thinking about what we want to achieve what we want to say but because we forget the person on the other side, we have completely lost them because we're not addressing to their needs. Because, mind you, the other person is thinking about what can I get from this conversation? What's in it for me? So, you know, when we're too much wrapped in our own world, and our own agenda, our we lose it. You know, we lose the touch, we lose the connectivity. So. Point number two is, please bear in mind your audience and their needs and their background. OK, three, join the dots. So from very beginning of your communication, uh, very succinctly, that means in a very um, short way, summarize what's in it for you. Okay, so whatever you want to say, bring up the advantages and the benefits for the party opposite to you. Just tell them like how this will benefit them. If in any way it's going to benefit them, make them excited, make them engaged. That's how you make them engaged, like show me the money, show me how this is going to benefit me. All right, so that's point number three. Point number four is go straight to the point. Okay, so if you have an agenda, go straight to the point. Don't waffle. Don't give background information. Don't give unnecessary information, detailed information that again, very important, which is, understand your audience, right? You don't want to bog them down with so much details and context that they don't need to know. And again, I have sat in meetings and I've had discussions with colleagues where I get to know the whole grandfather grandmother story that I'm not interested in frankly. And my time is precious. So when you go straight to the point, you hit the bullet, and you just tell people whatever they need to know, then you're doing them a favor because you're saving them a lot of time and you're bringing home the message because the idea is if we sidetrack too much, we give too much context and we're building up the story. The story never hits home. People are like wondering, what's the purpose? Why am I here? And eyes will start rolling, you know, so Go straight to the point, hit home the message and don't give unnecessary information unless people ask for it. Okay, so that is super important. Uh, Point number five, keep your emotions in check. So as much as you want to be your authentic self, yeah, Uh, You don't want to pretend to be someone you're not when you're communicating. Keep your emotions at check. So do. Make sure that whenever you're in this meeting or presentation or whatever it is that you have cleared your negative energies. So if you came in stressed and tired or lonely or you have these anxiety issues or something, you will indirectly, not knowingly, subconsciously, bring that into the conversation. It will carry itself in the tone of voice, in uh, nonverbal gestures. Well, nowadays we're all communicating via Zoom and all this kind of platforms. So not really face to face, but it, it really shows in your voice as well. So clear that energy and bring in your best self when you're presenting or talking or engaging, especially if this is an important communication. Um, You don't want to bring in that baggage because, and so a a short meditation of five minutes before that important meeting really helps so that you come back, you clear the space, you you clear the sleep. And also it helps you to be more vigilant and alert to read other people. Now, that's the other point about communication is that it's not only about talking, talking, we're also listening, listening and observing, observing. So during these pauses, always check in, give um, a moment's break and check in with people and say, hey, what do you think? Uh, what's your opinion about this? How do you see this? How does it land with you? Right? Ask the question, keep it open, keep it light. And then give people the opportunity to talk and express always make sure you have that in your agenda. This time for engagement. So it becomes a two way communication. It's not a one way, you know, I give you the message, you take it home and that's it. I don't want to hear anything from you again. It's, um, it's an exchange, it's a dialogue. It can be really difficult because sometimes you don't want to know what other people want to say, but the best way to engage people um, and to get a yes and for change to happen is when people feel involved in this topic, and having their say and hearing them out would actually save you a lot of um, time because eventually, if they don't say it now, they will express their no in different ways. Unfortunately, it might they might sabotage your project or your initiative many months down the road because they never had the opportunity to say no, but they still don't want to do it. So they will Put their foot down in some other way, so it's really key that we hear out and we watch and we observe people. And sometimes they will not say something; they will keep silent. And that's where you have to use your sixth sense, your third eye chakra—you know, your seat of intuition—wide uh, open to to detect if there is a sign of discomfort, and then. Check it out on them. Say, hey, you know, you're not saying anything. Is everything okay? What are you thinking about? Super important. Um, everything else about the communication is regarding your tone of voice. So you want to be approachable and warm, you know, uh, and very natural. You know, try, try not to be someone you're not. And um, be careful about being, Righteous. You know, it's like, I know it all, listen to me, I'm the boss or I'm the expert. Uh, try to be careful of such energies of like, you know, I'm, I'm the super guru here. Because people don't really buy that. And everyone has the opportunity to contribute. Everyone's an expert in their own field. So being humble really helps a lot. But you want to also be um, uh, set your boundaries. So. There are certain points where you have to step in and say affirm no so especially when things are sight tracking or you want to keep it to a firm agenda you don't want the scope to change too much because there's really you know, no time or resources for it. You want to be able to politely say, no, we're not able to do this. Or I'm not sure if we can do this. Let me check and come back to you later. So don't promise anything during the meeting that you might regret. And if you know upfront that this is a big fat, no, I can't do this, just say it. So that it is clear and you're not setting people up to a false expectation, super important. Try and get uh, someone to time keep for you and then please write meeting minutes. This is the most important thing at the end is that we have this great discussion. Many points were discussed and agreed upon and no meeting minutes. So then several months down the road, people forget. And then when you go back to them and ask them to do certain things, they're like, "I I didn't know I had to do that. So you have no proof to, to track, or certain aspects of the project have been scope of the project has been approved or agreed upon or disagreed upon. If there's no meeting minutes, then you know uh, you're opening up a a whole new world of possibilities again, and there's no proof. So you really want to keep that in check. Writing meeting minutes and sending it off to everybody, and making sure they read and approve. It's it's important uh, due diligence to do at the end. So these are some of the points for good communication, and um, you know, let's let's uh, take this away, and uh, yeah, all the best, and I will wish you a very beautiful day. Bye. Take care.